The following broadcast is brought to you by Sons of God International and Freedom Fellowship Church. Hello, and welcome to the prophetic voice of our time, where we focus on the voice of prophecy, which is the testimony of Jesus Christ. Our host, Christina Sasso, is a senior pastor at Freedom Fellowship Church. Let's hear what she has to say to the body of Christ. God bless you for tuning in. Hello, this is Christina Sasso of Freedom Fellowship Church and Sons of God Ministries International, and you are listening to the prophetic voice of our time. Our topic for today is Avoid Distractions. And before I begin, I just want to remind you on what I've been seeing and what I have been, uh, we have uh, been experiencing. Lots of blessings, opportunities, and manifestations are happening all around us. God is giving us new opportunities. So if you missed our previous broadcast, you need to go to our website, SOGMI.org. And while you're at it, please subscribe and join us in our live streaming, all right? Sunday at 9.30 in the morning and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. You can also find us on YouTube, and while you're at it, please like us and share the messages to others. We are also on Spotify, so thank you so much, and thank you partners and members for your continual prayers and financial support for this ministry to go on. It's such a blessing. In 2023, we focus on the Great Commission, and we will continue to do so in 2024 and beyond. We have recorded hundreds of salvations in the Philippines through our local churches and through our miracle crusades. And we continue to train, empower, and encourage spiritual leaders as well as business leaders in uh, other countries, especially in the Philippines. And also God performed many miracles in the Philippines um, while we're there and at the same time. People got baptized by the Holy Spirit without us laying hands on them. And some of them are children and high schoolers. We must continue to follow prophetic instructions. And also we need to continue to meditate, believe, and stand on the promises of God. All right? This message I shared with the congregation last Sunday in our service. And uh, because of the times that we're in. We need to continue what is happening in Texas for the state of Texas taking a stand and protecting our borders is going to, uh, to create an impact globally, okay? The state of Texas will continue to lead in righteous governance as we continue to obey, to obey God and pray for our governor, lieutenant governor and attorney general, as well as our state legislatures. And we need to continue to get engaged in really electing and voting for those people whose, uh, whose ideals and stance and philosophies are close to God's heart. Not our own heart, but God's heart, okay? And we know what they are. So continue to pray. What uh, our governor and lieutenant governor and attorney general is doing right now to protect our borders is a manifestation or a fulfillment of one of the prophecies released concerning United States of America and Washington, D.C. several years ago, that God will use a back door through our uh, 
state legislatures, especially our governors and attorney generals, to reverse the evil policies and other laws that were enacted in Washington, D.C. and by the White House and Senate. So uh, we will continue to do this as we continue to believe uh, to believe that God is faithful because he is. Amen? Okay. God is on the move. God is on the move and it's very exciting. And here's another two promises. Uh, take them as a prophetic word and promises to us, not just the nation of Israel, also for us. Keep in mind that the Lord wants us holy whether the church, his people, or the nation of Israel, we must continue to obey and put him first, and we'll be under his protection and blessings. Amen? We may have weapons formed against us, but, but his promise is they will never prosper. But this is a prophetic scripture for us on what is happening in the state of Texas that will impact the rest of the world. It's in Isaiah chapter 51, verses 4 and 5. I'm going to read from NIV. Isaiah chapter 51, verses 4 and 5. Listen to me, my people. Hear me, my nation. The law will go out from me. My justice will become a light to the nations. Isn't that exciting? Verse 5. My righteousness draws near speedily. My salvation is on the way, and my arm will bring justice to the nations. The islands will look to me and wait in hope for my arm. This is what's happening here in our country, the United States of America, and will cover the entire North America and the world because God hears our prayer and he listens to his people, okay, the faithful ones and we will continue to put our faith and trust in him, okay? That is Isaiah chapter 54. And now let's go to Isaiah 59. Isaiah 59 verse 19. I'm going to read from King James Version. So shall they fear the name of the Lord from the west and his glory from the rising of the sun. When the enemy shall come in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. We are the body of Christ, that standard, okay? God will continue to anoint and empower and lead his people and the nations of the world, those who have been found faithful, including the USA, will fear the Lord. And so is China and other Asian countries, other nations of the world, okay? Let us not get distracted with bad news. And let us not spend too much time with what the enemy is planning on doing. Okay? The Lord is going to continue to raise the standard against him. And we're going to know the people that are obedient to him. The things, uh, the things will be harvested. Things, will, things done in secret. And so they will be revealed openly. But let us avoid distraction. Here's one example. In Luke chapter 10, starting with verse 38 all the way through 42, I'm going to read from Passion Translation because it is the best uh, when it comes to pointing out distractions by the Lord himself, okay? Luke chapter 10, starting with verse 38 through 42 in the Passion Translation. 
As Jesus and the disciples continued on their journey, they came to a village where a woman welcomed Jesus into her home. Her name was Martha, and she had a sister named Mary. Mary sat down attentively before the Master, absorbing every revelation he shared. But Martha became exasperated with finishing the numerous household chores in preparation for her guest, so she interrupted Jesus and said, Lord, don't you think it's unfair that my sister left me to do all the work by myself? You should tell her to get up and help me. The Lord answered, Martha, my beloved Martha, why are you upset and troubled, pulled away by all these many distractions? Mary has discovered the one thing most important by choosing to sit at my feet. She is undistracted, and I won't take this privilege from her. Distractions can be business. Distractions can be challenges or items that we make them so complicated that we make tasks more difficult. Do you know of a few people that are like that? The very first thing that will come out of their mouth is, oh, this is just too much, this, this will cost too many, too much, and it will be more difficult. Those are distractions. We must learn to focus and discipline ourselves. Even to the best intentions, we must focus in the leading of the Holy Spirit and let Him let him prioritize things for us and let us not lean on our own understanding but in all our ways let us acknowledge him and he will direct our paths i always uh, share this with um, everybody and um, a lot of people got so upset with me on this but this is how i learned I learned from, uh, from following and from the teaching of the Holy Spirit. What I do before, before a conference, before this radio broadcast, before, uh, before Sunday services or Wednesday services, before any training, I prayed. I prayed first. I prayed in my own understanding. I prayed in the Spirit. I spend more time praying than reading the word. Hear me out. This is who I am, okay? And after I hear from the Holy Spirit, like a topic like this one here, he gave me this topic and, um, and uh, I, I didn't get any of my notes for days and even overnight. And then before I went to bed, he said, avoid distractions. That is your topic. And once the Holy Spirit gave me the topic, the scripture references, the stories, the instructions from the Lord in the Bible start exploding. And all I need to do then is to look for those scriptures so that I can quote them correctly. Are you getting this? And in, in doing that, I get more revelation from the Holy Spirit. The Word of God is really easily entreated. Religiosity just make it more complicated. And that is a distraction, that is a delay. But for me, God, God will make things clear to me as long as I stay 
I get on down on my knees or I'm attentive to what he's going to say to me. Even in preparation for a conference, I always isolate myself. I stopped, I stopped studying. And then he'll give me an example. And sometimes before I take the microphone, he puts some changes. And a lot of times he changes the entire message. And why will the Holy Spirit give me a certain topic and change it? Because of the spiritual condition and what the congregation or the attendees need to hear. Because, remember, my gift is not for me. It is for the body of Christ. It is for to use for the glory of God. Same thing with you. God does not play favorites. Okay? So, let us avoid distractions. And another example is... In Acts, in Acts chapter 16, starting with verse 16 through 19. And I'm going to read from NIV. Once we were going to the place of prayer, remember that, they are going to a place of prayer. We were met by a slave girl who had a spirit by which she predicted the future. She earned a great deal of money for her honors by fortune telling. The girl followed Paul and the rest of us shouting, these men are servants of the Most High God who are telling you the way to be saved. Was the slave girl prophesying the truth? I want you to hear me, okay? The answer is yes, okay? Then let's go to verse 18. I'll go back to that. She kept these up for many days. Finally, Paul became so troubled that he turned around and said to the Spirit, in the name of Jesus Christ, I commend you to come out of her. At that moment, the spirit left her. When the owners of the slave girl realized that their hope of making money was gone, they seized Paul and Silas and dragged them into the marketplace to face the authorities. And you know what happened? The Lord uh, intervened. But let, let us go back to the main topic. Prophecies, if their intention or motivation does not reflect the heart of God, just like the slave girl. She's prophesying to earn more money and for, and for her to use, to use Paul and Silas and the Christians that went there to pray for her own and her master's own selfish end. It can be a distraction, okay? It can, it can, uh, it can cause problems. And Paul was troubled because they got distracted because he just kept it up for many, many days. He just kept on prophesying, trying to take the message away from Paul and bring it to herself. I want, I want for those who call themselves prophets or operating in the prophetic gift, you watch and always examine yourself as far as your motivation before you release the word of God, okay? Examine it and ask God to, to help you with it because they can be distractions. Okay. Another thing in Mark chapter 5, starting with verse 9. Then Jesus asked him, What is your name? My name is Legion, he replied, for we are many. This is also in Luke chapter 8, starting with verse 30. And he begged Jesus again and again to send them out of the area. So in verse 12, the demons begged Jesus, send us among the pigs, allow us to go into them. So he gave them permission, and the spirits came out and went into the pigs. 
The herd, about 2,000 in number, rushed down the steep bank into the lake and were drowned. Those tending the pigs ran off and reported this in the town and countryside, and the people went out to see what had happened. When they came to Jesus, they saw the man who had been possessed by the legion of demons sitting there, dressed in his right mind, and they were afraid. And they begged Jesus. You know what happened? They begged Jesus, or they pleaded with Jesus, please leave, leave the region. Because some of, uh, of the manifestations of things of God, including, including casting out demons, the, the people will be, will be afraid. They don't want to have anything to do with it. But uh, this is the main, uh, the main topic, okay? In verse 18 through 20, As Jesus was getting into the boat, the man who had been demon-possessed begged to go with him. Jesus did not let him, but said, Go home to your family and tell them how much the Lord has done for you and how he has had mercy on you. So the man went away and began to tell in the Decapolis how much Jesus had done for him, and all the people were amazed. Why did Jesus did not allow these men to go with him? He will become distraction to the ministry of our Lord Jesus. Because some people, all they talk about is how that man and his past and how he used to be possessed by legions of demons. It's not about his present. It's not about his future. And it will cause destruction in the ministry. You know, I had been doing this uh, miracle crusade and these conferences for, uh, for um, two decades now. And there are some that, that cause destructions. And you have to be prayed enough and disciplined and brave enough to stop it. There's some people that are screaming. There are people that they say that they have a word from the Lord. And, uh, and you have to deal with them. And you have to train and instruct your ministry team how to deal with them. One time, uh, this man came. Oh, man. He identified himself as a prophet of the Most High God. And he said he had a word for the conference. And I told him no. And I said, why? There should be freedom. And I told him, the Lord instructed or commands us to watch for false prophets, and we will know them by their fruit. And, uh, and I said, we don't know your fruit. I never met you before. And no, you cannot take the podium. You cannot disrupt this conference that we prepared, prayed for, and received instruction from the Lord. I said, but my God, the Lord told me that I'm supposed to be here. So I finally told him, I don't know about your Lord, but my Lord, the Lord Jesus, didn't even tell me that you're coming in this conference because this is by registration only. And I asked him to leave. And of course, he started telling me that the reasons why I did not address him because I'm Jezebel and I'm Jezebel and all of this and said, oh, no, my husband's name is not Ahab, it's Michael, and my name is Christina. And the answer is still no. You cannot take that microphone. And some, they just start screaming and screaming. And I just tell them, please be still in Jesus' name. And I, and I shush them. Because those people who don't know what is going on, 
that they're not used to that. It scared the daylights out of them, and they will be distracted, not listening to your message or what the message of the Lord or the prophecies, but they will get distracted in paying attention to this kind of people. Okay? And that is why, I believe that is why Jesus would not let him to be part of his ministry team or his disciples, because he will be a distraction and all people will talk about him is that he used to be demon-possessed. So avoid the temptation of using people as trophies in order for you to attract people. Let me give you an assurance and a piece of advice. The only people that you want to minister to are the people that God sent and those who wanted to really get to know God. Amen? Okay. So avoid destruction. God has so many wonderful things in store for us. And I'm looking forward for your breakthroughs and your miracles. Many of you had been listening to this program for many, many years. And it has become your prayer source and, and of course, what the Word is saying to the church. You may not agree with me with everything that I've been releasing. But many of you, if not most of you, you know my heart and my intention. Now breakthrough. I've been praying, prophesying, releasing your breakthrough. Okay? I may not know you by name. I may not recognize you. But I can truly feel your prayers and your love for God. And a lot of times, your hurts and your pains. Your hopes and aspirations. Because when I pray, I close my eyes and I pray in the Spirit for those who's going to hear this message. So breakthroughs concerning your health, I'm believing with you. So walk healed, talk healed, dress healed. Remember, no one can take your life away from you, okay? Not unless you allowed death, okay? You were purchased by the Lord Jesus by his blood, so therefore you belong to him. So no one can take away your life, not unless you gave them permission like Jesus. I also want to remind all of you, and I remind myself, do not say anything you do not mean in 2024, all right? Because we're going to have what we say. And I look forward for the full manifestations of your full healing in your physical body as well as in your relationship. I look forward in your family gatherings, reconciliations, for your prodigal son or your prodigal daughter to come home. Just keep in mind the parable of the prodigal son. The father never gave up on his son and he always looked on the horizon expecting for him to come home. It will be the same with you. Prepare and look forward for your loved ones coming back. All right? Keep your faith, your hopes, and continue to thank God for them. See them sa saved. See them healed. See them serving the Lord. They are part of our inheritance. And all good things come from God. Okay? Okay. I look forward for your financial breakthroughs. I look forward for those of you who are believing for a godly relationship 
a godly spouse or marriage to come to pass in 2024. And many, many things, my dear brothers and sisters. I just want to encourage you. We have so much things to live for, to expect, to hope for in Christ Jesus. Just look back this month of January, this year, 2024. In such 31 days, so many wonderful things have started to manifest, and some of them are global. Some of them is the manifestations of the turning around of this country for people to fight back and for the body of Christ to take its position of influence. It's very exciting. And I'm running out of time. God loves you. And Jesus is Lord and is coming back as a King of Kings and Lord of Lords. God bless you for tuning in. Until next time. Thanks for tuning in. You've been listening to the prophetic voice of our time. We really hope you were blessed by today's episode. And if you were, we want to hear from you. You can call us at 210-695-1630. Or you can email us at sogmi at outlook.com. That's S-O-G-M-I at Outlook.com. And we really encourage you to visit our website, sogmi.org. That is S-O-G-M-I dot org. That's where you can listen to previous episodes of this podcast and even support this podcast. We're supported by listeners just like you. So if you want to support this ministry, you can go to SOGMI.org and hit the donate button. You can also send a check to P.O. Box 1579, Lotus, Texas 78023. Again, that is P.O. Box 1579, Lotus, Texas 78023. Thank you.